1: Hi, uh, folks. Chris Voss here from the Chris dot show.com the Chris Voss Show. I mean, what did you expect? You subscribe to the Chris Voss Show? What do you think it was going to be like, the Bob Seger Hour or something? It's the Chris Voss <laughs> Show. What the hell did you expect? Anyway, guys, go uh, go check out the new LinkedIn, the new LinkedIn newsletter. We just launched the LinkedIn newsletter because they finally gave it to us after two years. It's like it just keeps racking up. There's like two thousand people that have subscribed to that thing on LinkedIn. And uh since I have thirty thousand followers on LinkedIn and Max, you you'd think there would be more. But you know, I guess, you know, what do you what can you say? So anyway, go subscribe to that. Go check it out. It's pretty cool. Every morning we'll be putting out uh some of the podcast material here uh on there and people seem to like it so far people haven't seen the podcast. So go enjoy that on LinkedIn. Of course, you can follow me everywhere. Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all those places, those crazy kids play with the little phones at and do all the weird stuff, that Instagramming, the gramming as the kids call it. I don't know what the kids call it, clearly. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, check that out. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, hit the bell notification button. You can see all the things we're reading or viewing over there. Also, go to Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss. We're doing a big giveaway on my book, and then there's another book coming out on the 15th, I think, or sooner. So check that out, but it's like a free giveaway um, if you win. I think there's like 20 out of 100 we're giving away or something like that. Anyway, guys, enough about me. Because uh, who is sick of me after a thousand episodes for Christ's <laughs> sake? Um, we have some amazing guests on the show. You can hear a giggling in the background if you're uh, listening. But uh, let's talk about them, who they are, and what they do. Uh, today we have uh, two co-founders on the show. This is going to be a really interesting discussion about uh, company, business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, we have Brittany Weima on the show. She is the co-founder of wheretobuy.io, the new way consumer package companies can now capture and measure grocery data quickly, efficiently, and affordably. Uh, Brian Hack is also with us, the co-founder and CEO of wheretobuy.io. He's an experienced leader and entrepreneur with a demonstrated history of owning several companies in the digital advertising and food beverages industry, and he has owned and operated several New York-based digital ad agencies. Welcome to the show, both of you. How are you?
2: doing great it's
1: good to be here awesome sauce do you agree brian or do you disagree
0: i think it's pretty awesome congrats coming out i will i will go and check that out on goodreads and uh, thanks for having us on the show today
1: where to buy.io uh give us uh, exactly who you guys are and uh, what you're targeting your business to
0: sure absolutely um uh, as you mentioned in the in the intro um i've You know, worked in digital advertising with uh, CPG, which stands for consumer packaged goods brands Uh, for about 25 years now. I've um, had several different digital ad agencies that, um, you know, use the power of the Internet. Right. What do we do? We raise awareness about brands. We get people super excited and then we drive them to take an action, be that buy online, buy in a grocery store, especially with food brands, uh, you know, download a coupon, all these different actions. Uh, and so, uh, and Brittany and I have worked together for many years, uh, servicing some of the larger, uh, CPG brands out there. But one of the problems was, you know, people get super excited and they ask well, on like the Instagram, what you were talking about or the Facebook or YouTube, whatever they go in they're like, Oh, this this looks yummy. Where do I buy it? Right. And, and it's, it's kind of a interesting space where many food brands don't know exactly where they're sold. Sure. They know they're in whole foods, but they don't necessarily have the location data They might know that they're in, you know, Publix in the Southeast, but not the exact store location. So people go to their website or they walk into the store, can't find it and get frustrated. So you've, you know, spent all this time and money and effort raising awareness and getting people excited, but then they can't take that final action, which is to to purchase it. Um, And so for years now, we've done all this amazing advertising work, but like, again, how do we pay that off? And so we've been trying to find a way to, Get this data and present it in a way that's super user friendly. So someone can say, "Oh, I love your chocolate bar. Where do I find it?" I put in my address, and boom, there it is. It's at the at the HEB down the street. Um, and the reason this is so complicated is is that that data is kind of held by grocery stores or by big data companies, and it costs. Hundreds of thousands of dollars to license that data. So, a startup brand, someone new, it's just, you know, it's kind of table stakes to be able to show where you can um, go and, and buy it. But at the same time, startups are like, every dollar counts. I got to, you know, I got to get production right. I got to get distribution right. So, for years and years, Brittany and I have been talking about this and, and we're looking for a new solution on it. And, you um, we uh, we have a I have a good friend who's a uh, investor and he introduced me to a company called Data Assembly, and they're a cool heavily funded uh, startup again in the CPG space. But basically what they've done for many years now, as grocers and drugstores and convenience stores have gone online, right, and especially now with um, you know what's happened in the in the era of COVID. They, they've been putting everything online, so you can go and do all your grocery shopping You know, using Instacart, using the grocers.com site, check out, and have it delivered in two hours. So what does this mean? It means that um, that all these grocers have databases online that are real-time, right, that have what is in stock right now. Because otherwise, you can't order something they don't even carry that – it, You know, that they can't deliver. So they, they really – grocers have invested so much money, especially in the last couple of years, in – putting all this data out there and what data assembly has done is kind of created a way to go around the internet and cl- using the power of the internet really to collect that data, pull it in. And so they do it for, they have a pricing analytics tool so you can get intelligence around pricing trends and whatnot for CPG brands. But when I met with the CL, I was like, wait a second, if you're storing the price of every package good on shelf, the, the, you know, the actual price of it, that means, you know, the locations. And they were like, yep. So anyway, so about uh, two years ago, we started a company, Uh, We license have exclusive license uh, of their location data, and so we built this store locator so really any company from small to large can embed uh, on their website in their social media a location data and quickly let people know where to buy their product. Sorry for that long winded uh, background, but that's kind of us in a nutshell.
1: Did he miss anything, Brid?
2: No, no, I think he he hit on a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> he, he hit on. He gave away the whole story. Um, but yeah, like Brian said, I think it's um, you know a for locator is table stakes if you're a consumer packaged goods company because you, know, you 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 want to. We've all been in those situations where we've been at a friend's house and been like, wow, this chocolate bar is so good. Where can I find it? And if you can't find it anywhere, you don't know where to buy it. Then you know it it's kind of a moot point. So. We were really excited when we got this connection with Data Assembly um, because it kind of was that missing puzzle piece to what we've been looking for um, literally with every brand we've worked with over the past 15, 20 years.
1: I'm kind of surprised more brands don't know this, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be because yeah, it seems like it's a new technological space. But yeah, I, I will. I the one thing I hate is I, I'm really good at looking online and looking at websites to go. Is it in stock at this place or not? Because I really hate how if I go someplace and it's not in stock, it just burns me. And and then so I'll be like, is it over there? And I will go to a store, and if they're out of what I want. I will go to another store to get it. And, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, so I'm not a power shopper. I imagine a lot of women will, will act the same way. And they're like, I want to find what I want. Right. And, you know, a lot of times, sometimes before I go shopping, if I want something specific or I see something on Amazon, I'm like, I want it now. Um, I'll, I'll you know, I'll search for it and try and find out which store has it. Hopefully, um, you know, the brand has like one of those uh, things that tells you where you can buy their stuff. You know, you put in your zip code, and it's like you can go to Bob's uh, Hardware over yeah. here and get that. Um, so I really like that, and I find myself using that those features a lot. And I'm no power shopper, like I say. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, you mentioned this uh, data uh, company wow. that you're uh, partnered up with. I think Data Assembly. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, I can I can jump in there while Brian's dogs uh, bark. They're really cute dogs. Um yeah so data assembly they're honestly when when Brian Brian founded uh where to buy and you know reached out to me a, a, about a year and a half ago and we started talking and data assembly again like I said before was the puzzle piece that made me be like oh my gosh I do think that we've got something here because like Brian said they're really disrupting the industry right now so essentially what they're doing is they are walking the aisles of grocery stores. And I I put walking in quotes for those that can't see me. Um, They're walking the aisles of grocery stores online uh, to find all of this availability information. And What sets them apart so much is that the only other way to find that is through what is called scan data. So it's purely based off. If I go to Whole Foods and I buy this particular product and it scans That information gets sent to a company. And then as a brand manager, I have to wait six plus weeks. It's often more like 12 weeks to get my hands on that information.
1: Wow.
2: Right. So what Data Assembly is doing, but in the meantime, I can go personally to WholeFoods.com in my area, type in my zip code and say, oh, look, that product is on shelf. Mm -hmm. Data Assembly is walking those aisles, pulling all of that together into a pretty package. And that is what we're using to power the store locators. So it really is, um, the partnership with them is instrumental in us being able to create a product that is just unlike others on the market and allows us to offer it in uh, more real time, but also uh, more accurate, frankly.
1: Yeah. Like I'm always looking for, for a while there, my favorite coffee, which was Death Wish Coffee. I was having problems finding it. It was only in like one obscure Walmart here in my whole county. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky enough to find it. And then I started scouring the other Walmarts going, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that I like to go to. Um, the one Walmart was kind of ghetto. Um, and, uh, uh, it just was always one. It's one of those really small Walmarts, you know? And, uh, so I was, you know, they, they don't have anything really. You just, you gotta go to the big Walmarts to get good <laughs> stuff. So, um, so I I I can only find it this one Walmart. So I was like constantly searching for it. Then it started popping up at other WalMarts in the area, and now I can go to several Dunn's. But yeah, I mean, I my my uh one of my favorite brands, Hint Water. Um, I posted uh, uh my friend Cara's. Uh, she makes like a kid version where it's in those little juice boxes. You know, you just slap the like those uh Capri Suns or whatever. You slap the little um uh a straw into them in, in like little box things that you can put in the kids lunches and i posted about that i was like hey these are really cute and like all my friends on facebook were like oh my god where do we get those for the kids and i'm like i i, I don't know you call call a car and see Um, and I think she's got a website finder, but people just went crazy for him. And then I'm always trying to find her caffeine water stuff. And it's like so hard to find locally. You can order it from a website, but, uh, you know, this is the sort of thing that consumers I think are going through now, especially with some of the scarcity and some of the mm, disruption models that are going on these days.
0: Totally, totally. I mean, definitely, and and that's exactly you know what where to buy does. We we have a little widget that seamlessly integrates into a website, like you're saying. You go in and you like you know click that where to buy or find a store, you know, and we come into our clients' websites and it's you know completely seamless. Looks integrates totally with their site, and you wouldn't know, it, but it's you know live data, so that people exactly like you can when they're like ah Deathwish Coffee, where do I? Okay, it said this one Walmart. I'll drive the four miles and go, as opposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about something you want, you know, something with your brand loyal, you will go everywhere. Something else you're like, oh, that looks good. I want to try it. But if you can't find it, you're going to forget about it, move on. So, um, you know, and, and what's really interesting is, you know, the brands are talking about your, your friend's brand, you know, s- small to mid-sized brands desperately need this, right? And, but they're the ones who can't necessarily afford the the, the high cost of all this data. If you're Oreo, you don't need a store locator, like. I'm going to go to any store in America and there's going to be a pack of Oreos on the shelf, right? I don't need it. But when I've got some kind of cool coffee or tea or, you know, whatever the food trend is, a plant-based, you know, that's only in certain sections of certain foods or a keto food, whatever it might be, um, these growing brands are the ones who desperately need it. Because like you said, you might be in one Walmart, but not the Walmart a mile down the road. So, you know, we're really taking that data we streamline it into this application that you embed on your website. And um, we're actually launching something uh, in a couple of months where you can embed into your social media as well. Oh. So when people see it, they can click it and right then have the experience of, oh, this looks cool. I see this video, whatever you spent a million dollars making a video for or having some influencer do. And then book, you can just swipe up and it takes you to where to find it. So we're really excited about that too. Because again, it, with so many... You know, brands out there, you spend the money to raise awareness, you know, get some kind of action. But if it's a gap ad, you know where to go find a gap. You know, it's just the, the food space is just really unique because you don't, there's so many options and they all, you're like, oh, well, it could be this grocery, it could be that way. But you really need, you know, the consumer needs to build a pinpoint that quick.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had that problem. I, I'll go to the store and like I'm after like a certain, you know, jam or I'm, I'm pretty, I, I like a lot of kitschy products or sort of niche products that are, I like, you know, usually high-end stuff that's uh, of good quality. And when I pinpoint what I want, I want it. And a lot of stuff, you know, you, you, especially if it's a food product, doesn't come all that great from uh, Amazon. Like usually if it's canned, that thing's going to be banged open and the seal's broken by the time it gets to me because it's banged around the UPS uh, bus for there for a while. Um And, you know, like uh, I think last week I ran out of my Devil's Mountain coffee, and I was like, holy crap, and it was going to be five days to get a new shipment shipped in, and I was desperately trying to find it locally. I'm like, I'll drive an hour to get this stuff because I'm going to go through some serious caffeine withdrawal if I don't. So this is important. And and consumers, you know, we always hear about this. Oh, consumers are just doing everything online. No, there's still a lot of local stuff and and sometimes it's the freshness of groceries and stuff.
2: I think you need to send the Devil's Mountain our way.
1: You need to check out Devil's <laughs> Mountain Mount Mount Coffee. I used I to be like a. They, def-
2: need, uh, they might need a store locator. <laughs>
1: they definitely do. In fact, I'll reach out to them. We were talking to them about sponsoring the show. The uh, they're always liking me. I we I just recently discovered them. I moved from Death Wish to Devil's Mountain. It's the literally the highest caffeine ever. And, uh, wow, just one cup and that's all you need. You're yeah. fired up in the morning. You don't need the two or three cups and right. You just have so, so I don't know. I should be charging them for this at this point. So, uh, there are there other companies doing what uh, you guys are doing and competing with you and what makes you guys unique from them?
2: Yeah, definitely. So there's, there's, um, I like to say there's kind of two camps of competitors out there. Uh, and we've kind of hinted at both of them. There's bigger competitors out there, but you have to license the data. So it's very expensive um, for these smaller brands, especially. So not necessarily like the Oreos of the world, but the smaller emerging brands that are growing, um, you know, because you have to license that data from Nielsen or IRI. So it can get really pricey. Or there's other uh, products out there that are, they, they include the basically the front end. So they include the map and the functionality, but they don't have the data. Mm -hmm. so unless they're very time um very time inclusive on whoever's running those you have to make sure you have a really good grasp on your distribution and then you're staying on top of it and you know it's just plugging in a lot of excel cell um sheets and it's a lot out there so we actually created where to buy with those in mind um to kind of come up with like the middle ground Mm -hmm. so our product is inclusive of the data but because we're capturing it in this more modern way that we already talked about with data assembly We don't have to charge tens of thousands of dollars to license these data, um, these data sets from other companies out there. So um, while there are other competitors out there, you know, that's what's getting us so excited about this is we do we do have a a product, I think, that's going to kind of shift and disrupt. Um, You know, maybe it's not the most sexiest product, but it's definitely needed out there. And it's really going to disrupt what what brands have the opportunity to do. Um, Yeah.
1: And I think it's important too. I was talking yesterday about how with Water, I really like the caffeine product. Can you tell there's like a caffeine I, theme a going theme on
2: here? a theme here, Chris. There's uh, a
1: theme here. I have a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I don't drink. I don't do drugs, but I do caffeine. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you do a lot that's it. all the body will take anymore. It's done with everything. It's yeah. its like no more vodka for you. Just Chris. stick with the caffeine, buddy. And when that runs out, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, uh I don't know, just go to like vitamin B shots, the kind, you know, those big needle ones or something <laughs> yeah. that Donna uses. Anyway, um uh, the uh so I think it's interesting. So like I yeah, so I, I was looking at hint water and I finally found a store that had her caffeine uh water in it, the the caffeinated versions of water and I'm like this is awesome. So I bought like all of it off the shelf, hoping I would trigger, you know, whoever that is that comes by with a ch- 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 gun and, yeah. you know, goes, ah, oh, they're out. Uh, we need to buy more. Cause this is really a hot product. They never bought more. they never refilled it. I mean, it's not Hill water's fault. It's uh, the local store. Right. Um, and there might've been supply chain issues or something. It's, it's in pretty high demand. In fact, I think it's usually sold out on our website. So, uh, I don't know, it's probably something I'm doing. Maybe I maybe I do need to seek help. But uh, you know, that was the point where I was as a consumer, I'm like, yeah. look, I am willing to buy this store. Please order more. Please order and more, absolutely. No one's listening. So uh, uh,
0: well with the supply chain, if the world runs out of caffeine, I think we'll know where to come find the uh stock and yeah. water. <laughs> coffee and everything
1: take else. my take my address off the
0: internet right now <laughs> i will be there chris we're going dark <laughs> we're go- Stop i mean again. the internet
1: the internet went down up in silicon valley for a day and i i heard it became you know it was just it was like uh, dante's inferno up oh, there or yeah, something really? it was just a hellscape people tearing their faces off writhing screaming <laughs> gnashing of teeth
0: yeah Biblical. I- it, it, was, it was a little bit crazy how the reaction to, you know, what it was about 20 hours without Facebook was pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty wild to see like freak outs. I'm like, yeah. what you do?
1: And some people, yeah. I guess the phone was connected to the Comcast. So like they had to double yeah. down. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, people were sending smoke signals or something up there. I don't know. It's kind of funny.
0: They forgot how to communicate face to face. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a person. You're...
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah, you just get in your Tesla and run people over and, I don't know, scourge cabbage for food. And they're already breaking in cars up there. I don't know why this became a commentary on San Francisco. Anyway, uh, so, uh, how did you guys both come up with this idea? What brought you guys together? What was the what was the focus that brought you guys together on this?
2: Brian, do you take
0: that one? I'll, I'll jump in. Um, again, it was you know both we worked together at um, the, the last company we both worked together with, uh, about five years ago, six years ago. You know, again, we were working with big CPG brands and doing these activities. You know, how do you using Facebook and Instagram and all these tools to drive people? Um, and then Britt left and worked at a bunch of bigger ad, big ad agencies, and and I was working with these amazing brands that no one could find. And like every, we were running social media accounts. The number one question was, "Where can I buy you?" Right? The number on the websites we build websites, right? The contact form every day, thirty requests. Where kind of not like, "Oh, I like." It was just like, "Where can I buy it?" it was like the over, and it's like such a no brainer, like problem again. As as Britt was saying, it's like <laughs> that's the sexy thing, but it's like you spend all this time and effort. Yeah. Hey, look at us, but then you can't let them buy it. Um, and now, you know, interesting, you've alluded to this as, as well, Chris, is, is um, uh, you know, a lot of food companies have moved forward with dot com presences um, during, you know, you know, especially you've seen the acceleration uh, during COVID, just, you know, and now with with, uh, you know, a lot of the supply chain issues. And that's something our, our locator does as well we allow people to, when they're in the locator, see the, you know, 20 closest stores and where they can buy it. They can click it right there and add it to their, you know, Kroger card or wherever it might be. Um, or they can just go online and buy it. We link out, we have all the different, so you can go to the brands.com, you know, hemp water or whomever's what, you know, website purchase it there, go to Amazon to purchase, go to Instagram, you know, so we really are trying to make it super easy for the consumer to be able to purchase however they like to shop. But, um, So anyway, as this was building, we, we, you know, I was doing some beta testing with some of our current clients. Everyone's like, this is the best thing I've seen. Like everyone's like, and you know, I've, I've owned and sold a few companies, but like the the reaction on this, like I had, I was doing cold calls with, you know, giving it away. Right. When you start a business, here, just try it out. Tell me how it is. And several times we're like, do you need money? Do you want money? (laughs) Like, no, you know, like just because, and there was so much excitement. So then I reached out to Brett, it was, you know, uh, Someone I worked with, as I mentioned before, and and it's just amazing. I was like, hey, I've got something really cool and kind of walked her through it and that's how we uh, kind of restarted the band, if you will.
2: That's yeah, awesome. and I think I, I think I'll add too, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, but I don't think either of us was like, How can we create a new store locator? Yeah. Like it's not it wasn't like Facebook where it was like, I want to create this social network, you know, but what happened was long story of how Brian got connected to the company at data assembly. But I think what's so great about this is there was an opportunity. Once we understood how, what data assembly was doing to say, how can we use this data? Like this data has to be able to be used in other ways. And that's when it like clicked. It was like, well, people we're having, we, we hate the store locator options out there. Now we now have this data at our fingertips. And it was kind of like, once we saw this opportunity, that's when the doors really opened of like, we can turn this into something real. Like this yeah. is, is an opportunity that would just came about that we were able to kind of flex and mold and turn into something that felt real and actually valuable like something we can stand behind and say like this is everyone needs this and everyone should be using this.
1: Yeah. In fact, I remember one time I was going I, I found a place CBS had finally got hit water here locally. I don't know. I I live in Utah, so it's kind of in, you know, the backwoods basically. It's kind of like being in uh, I don't know Alabama or Mississippi, only with uh, I don't know. I don't have a joke for it. Just more stupid people. I don't know. I just lost the Mississippi crowd. I'm just kidding, people. Um, I don't know, man. It's just sometimes you can't find stuff here that you're just like, man, what what's going on? So uh, the the CVS had my Hint Water, and then they and then they quit carrying it, and I was like, what? I feel so betrayed. Yeah. So, you know, it's important. Like you say, um, I'm, I've am i gotten really, I don't know if this is a bad thing or a good thing, but I've gotten uh, really good at buying stuff off of Instagram. Like if I see something, I hit that shop button. I didn't used to be that way, but I guess, I don't know what, but I'll see something. And I know that if I don't wave my money at that or my credit card at that and buy that, Later, I'll be like, what was that uh, sauce that I saw that was good on steaks that uh, seasoning I wanted to order? And I'm so bad now. Well, I'm so good. I don't know if it's bad or good, but all what I'll do now is I'll do a screenshot of it if I can't really get to their website and look at it. But yeah, it's it's really it's really hard. For, I can't imagine being a brand and people are like waving money, going, "Hey, we want to buy it. We want it now. Shut up and take my money." And you're just like, "Well, we gotta find a location now." Right. And you're just like, "Wait, I just I just want to buy it. Just what's the what's that old? Uh, isn't there an acronym for that? The ease of." purchase or ease of buying or something like that I don't know uh
0: not that I'm aware but I'm that
1: sure is. there is I think yeah. it was some sort of ease of buying or you know just you, taking out all the walls and, and barriers to people They're removing so
0: the barriers just, to entry like yeah, yeah. I mean, removing yeah. that to just make it frictionless frictionless commerce it
1: frictionless things. commerce maybe that's it yeah. uh so where can brands go to sign up with you guys and learn more about uh, your company and cost evolves etc cetera, etc cetera?
2: Yeah, I mean, you can go to our website. That's the best place to get the information, which is just where to buy.io. Um, and that'll have all of the high level information. You can set up a demo. It takes us about 20 minutes to really walk you through how the data works and how we set it up for you. Um, I would say that's the best place to probably reach us right now.
1: Cool. That probably helps a lot of companies that are trying to compete. You know, like you say, smaller, mid sized companies that, you know, they don't have that extra buying dollar to, by the whole, you know, I know that inside stores there's this whole battle for shelf space, and you know, yeah. and yeah. you're you're fighting the big brands who can, you know, throw all sorts of money at at controlling the the uh, the shelf space. So this definitely gives them a bit of an edge, and of course it helps the stores because you know it gives them what clients want. Where where hey the the consumer wants this product, you know, get my get my specialized coffee on your shelves
0: so me this and, and you know and we have that in the back end too which brands yeah. love and they're, we're trying to pitch the stores like look we have all these requests for your store you know and and, and but hey we're only in 20 percent of your stores look at all these searches you know we, that's part of what you get is you get to see all the searches that are happening and it's our clients use it for when they're in there like get us in another 30 doors right so um um i think that the moral of today is Grocery store should just sell coffee, just rows and rows of highly caffeinated (laughs) beverages, at least in the greater Utah Utah area. You know,
1: you give me a brilliant idea. You know how they have those stores that just sell like cigarettes?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I just need a store that just sells caffeine
0: Caffeine shop. Like, is this the the caffeine shop? shop. The The caffeine shop. We've got to call it the
1: jitters. Jitters. (laughs) The jitters. (laughs) Uh Jitters Inc. Got the caffeine. (laughs) Yeah. People go in there. uh, That should be an interesting place. And then uh, you won't be able to tell who's on meth and who's on uh, caffeine. It's like, ah, talking to myself. Anyway, I don't know why that joke comes. We just lost the meth crowd. Um, What are your current clients that you guys have at your company so far? Or do you want to drop names on?
2: Yeah, we've got, I mean, we've got, uh, let's see, we've been around for, I would say, fully, like, functioning um, for about a year. We've got about 60 different clients, and they range all over the map from, um, I'm trying to think who I'm allowed to, like, actually, like, say a lot that said we can still use. (laughs) The PR agency
1: put the question in here, so.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, Veggie's Made Grey is one of our clients. Um oh, I'm trying oh, to think so. of some places to drive you everything. We've got some small brands like Fitjoy, yeah. um, Bantam Bagels, which is a Shark Tank product. Mm. Um, there's a couple of bigger brands that we've recently signed that um, you know, are we're, we're still building out their locators. But, you know, I think I think that, you know, what you were talking about kind of frictionless and and changing the way that consumers can purchase. And, you know, the store locator, I think we're kind of doing that with our store locator software in the sense that, you know, we're changing with the times, um, you know, that the other, the other ways to get this, like I said before, to pay a bunch of money for data. Um, But we're doing it like the modern way data assembly is really doing it the modern way of doing, I keep saying, it's like, what you wouldn't, you no longer call a cab company anymore, right? Like you go to Lyft or Uber, like that's just like the way of the world now. So it's like, why would you pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for this licensed data when we can just get it off of the internet for you and, you know, take all of that work out for you. And it's like, we're, we're, we're kind of like the new modern way of doing things. So I feel like we're just taking the friction out of it for the brand managers and for the brands. Yeah.
1: Making it much speedier, more real time. Exactly. Because, you know, the stuff can disappear off the shelves, like the one time I bottled it and watered caffeine off the shelves. Yeah,
0: we, we do have two coffee brands. One, unfortunately, we can't name, but they're a big, big, big company. Um, but the other one's High Brew Coffee, which is known for their high caffeination. So if you haven't, oh, tried, really? I'll have to check them. that out too. High Brew, yeah, they have a lot of caffeine. Yeah, I have some issues <laughs> yeah.
1: about that. Uh, so uh, what, what are they telling you about the business and, and uh, stuff and, and what they're seeing out in the marketplace and, and how you guys are helping them? Our clients? Yes. Sorry.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the number one thing that we just hear from people um, is, you know, we kind of talked about this at the beginning, is where where have you guys been? Like, there's never been an in-between. It's always been very expensive um, and kind of a pain in the butt, or it's been very time-consuming, and I'm literally entering rows of data. So everyone's like, where have you guys been? This is so great. It's more real-time, which people love. Um we're actually, you you know, I think Brian mentioned this at the beginning of the, of, of the call is a lot of these brands don't know where they're in. You know, mm-hmm. they know that they're, they know that they're in, let's say Kroger but they're like, I don't really know like which products are in Kroger and how many Krogers. So also it's, so it was a little shocking to me to learn that, but it's a true story. So, you know, we have a, is part of like the, the tool itself is great, but also we offer a dashboard. And in that dashboard, we're giving real-time analytics and we're giving an overview. Every time we update data, they can pop in there and say like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know I was in 4,000 Kroger's. And you know, these are the products that they're carrying in Kroger. So there's a lot of benefits to these brands and Frankly, you know, the the last I think it's just I think we're really answering a need for them Mm. um, as that like other option. I, I, you know, was just doing a couple calls this week and all three people were like, you guys are the in-between option I've been looking for, like in a good way. And I was like, yeah, that's why we built this. We literally built this to be that option you guys wanted.
1: And I can see how sometimes there might be geolocations where a product gets hot. And like it's really being bought up, and if you're not aware of what's going on, so that just like a military, uh, you know, a military war, you know, you could be like, hey, we need to send more supplies over to, you know, Oregon or you know, someplace, you know, we need to, oh yeah, it's so for some reason we're really hot in that zone over there, and we need to make sure we get supplies over there. I imagine that's that that would you know, one of those things where you gotta have that real time stuff to go, Hey, we need to you know, bulk up what's on the shelves over maybe on that area.
0: Yeah, and that's included in that dashboard. We have a heat map overlay of the US and Canada ah. and we show where people are coming from. So that you can see like hot zones, if you will, like going back to, you know, like that the, the type of analogy, like hot zones of where things are spiking. Um, and you can see that like over a day period, over a week, over a month, you can you kind of set the trend you want. And then we actually listed out by product skew. So you can see, you know, in, you know, City X, um, there is a huge spike month over month for, you know, vanilla flavored coffee i guess this is gonna be called the chris voss coffee show but um you know like you know so they can actually go in and uh see the you know see in real time what's going on so yeah it's it's that data and it really is um it it, it's just exciting because we're giving people stuff you know that they haven't had access to and and we're like when we first started this as with any startup you're testing everything and you know Well, like I said, we'd go offering to people for free. And one of the things we did was said, look, try it. Cancel us for any freaking reason because your, your nail hurts. I don't care. You can cancel us. You're out. Not, no term. any reason. And as of yet, no one's taken us up on that. Right. Like it's really good product. Like, honestly, you can sneeze and be like, I'm done. And then, Hey, we're done. All good. Um, And that's how confident we are. The data is, 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 um, you know, it's, it's, incredibly precise and it's only gotten better unfortunately through this COVID uh, issue because grocers have to, they have to have real time e-commerce systems or people are going to shop somewhere else if they can't find it. Right. Yeah. So that's only uh, enable our product to get better. So, uh, but yeah, the, I think that going back to your question, what's the feedback? A lot of it's like, people are like, wow, this is really accurate. And wow. I didn't know I was there and think. <laughs> so yeah. It's
1: I just realized, even though I took my address off the internet just now, my staff did, uh, that my heat map of purchases of caffeine products is going to give me away. Uh, yeah, I was
0: actually looking into our coffee Turn business. It. And we've now found out exactly where you're going to Turn saying. it. Yeah. We're going to
1: have to put one of those uh, bomber nets across the house, people. Anyway. <laughs> Pour more concrete for the zombie apocalypse. Um so how do you guys measure your success for you guys as, as runners of the company and what are your goals and next steps for where to buy?
0: Yeah. Um, our goal, you know, our number one goal is just reaching mass awareness to brand managers, right? Like getting adoption again, it's like Brittany said, we do a 15, 20 minute demo. We can set you up in a few weeks. There are no long-term cont- I guess It's you know, it's you can go month to month. Um, we just want people to try it because it's, it's kind of fun. I've done this before in my career where you kind of take something, you know, powered by the Internet and kind of disrupt an industry. Yes, it's an overused word, but that's kind of what we're doing here. We're kind of getting, moving away from old, stale, expensive data and harnessing what's out there and, and giving it a, a fraction of the price of what other uh, places do. So um, I, I just we just really want people to try it out and, and um, you know, give us feedback um, uh, and how you know success. Um it's this isn't a like flip it and like whatever. This is fine. Like we've, I don't know. I, Brent, I don't want to speak for you, but you know, I've done a lot of these different things. This is kind of fun. Again, it's this disruptive angle of like letting people like, I can't tell you how many clients that I worked with on the advertising side who have amazing products just can't compete. But like you were saying, yeah. how the brands come in, steal the shelf space. They buy a bunch of ads in grocery stores to kind of strategically place themselves. Right. Um, so kind of like, you know, fighting for the little guy. It's kind of how I built my career is like the internet. And this is very cliche, but it really, even a lot of the playing field, right? Like anyone can go out on Facebook or or Google and get an ad and be at the same place. You don't have to spend a trillion dollars on a Super Bowl commercial or ad in a magazine right now, anyone, you know, if you have a good product and a good idea. So they were kind of doing the same thing, kind of letting the smaller guys, like, you know, be able to, had this critical tool at, at a really affordable price. So uh, for me, the, the goal is just, it, it's, it's fun. And it's just it, growth is what's going to be successful.
1: I think it's awesome. I right. love the real time. I love the just in time inventory sort of aspects yeah. of it. Um, you know, right now there's a lot of supply disruption of stuff. So sometimes you can go to the store and they're yeah. completely yeah. out of your thing. And
0: Yeah. It's but, yeah. Go ahead. Britt, sorry.
2: No, I was just going to say, I think, um, like Brian said, I think the, the product's there. Like, we feel very confident in the product. So in terms of success, it's just continuing to spread the word and getting the adoption of it. And we've got some other things in the wings, too, where we're trying to, you know, we've got other felt, uh, features that are going to be rolling out that help shorten the path to purchase. I think, you know, the long-run goal, like, we'd love to be, like, a one-stop shop to help especially these, like, little guys and these emerging brands that, like, need it be able to drive people in store to purchase. Um, And I think, you know, what's exciting, like Brian said, it's not like our goal is to hit this number of revenue and sell. Like that's not the type of product this is. It's just to continue growing and being that source of, um, you know, like I love getting on these calls and having people be like, I knew there had to be another way to do this. I knew it. And I'm like, I know it's us, it's us. And so like, that's, what's exciting. And so just to continue being able to do that for these brands is great. And I think, you know like you were mentioning we all love to support the we all love to support the local brands and you know things are making such a shift towards smaller and local and um you know being able to to do that and provide an option for these brands is exciting
1: yeah. And definitely to, to you know, and help them succeed because, you yeah. know, they can make more money and get on shelf space. And, and, uh, you know, our friends at Devil's Mountain need to do that. They need to get local on my shelf space during it. Cause when you run out of caffeine, you can't wait five days for a shipment. <laughs> no, especially now with the way the meal times take. Like, even like Amazon's getting screwed up now where you order something from Amazon, it's, it's taking more time. And you're just like, I need it now, especially if it's caffeine. Cause, the worst thing to do is go through withdrawals. Uh, Any advice you give to entrepreneurs as we part on uh, uh, starting a business?
2: Well, this is my first time being an entrepreneur. So I'm still like, I, it's still, I'm still kind of like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so I guess my advice is just look for the opportunity and take it. If there's an opportunity there and you feel like deep down, like you're like, this is a real opportunity, which is how I felt when Brian brought this to me. And, you know, honestly, I've worked with CPG brands in a completely different context in my career. So this was like many things in 2020 and 2021, like a total like opposite of where I thought I'd be going. And, but the opportunity was there. So I trusted my gut and, you know, take it, take it. If it comes your way, take it.
1: That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And for me, it's like,
0: kind of, it's like, yeah, trust, tr- trust, like what Brett said, trust, trust your gut, but it's. So many entrepreneurs, and Chris, I'm sure you've done like you have a good idea, and you kind of, kind of got to go against some of your instinct. Listen to your gut and not your over analysis. I've had great ideas where my gut said no, but then I did analysis. Well, this says on paper it would make a lot of money, and then you went down that path and it does nothing. (laughs) Or your gut saying go, and then you're kind of being barred. Like I don't. So it's there's a case for analysis, but ultimately, and, and you definitely need to make sure there's a mark and all that good stuff, but kind of got to go and then when you go just go with all your heart and soul right like don't second guess yourself because i've done that many times and and the ones that are successful you just for me i've been lucky to have a couple successes it's you know you build the right team you have the right idea but then you just give it everything and 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 i know that's really cliche but it's I have a bad habit of sitting and writing lists and doing lists and spending more time on my lists and actually doing more. So it's just like, all right, make a decision and then go.
2: That's Brian brought me in. I am the one that says, get on this, go. (laughs)
0: Well, gee, you're I'm talking about to do it. And we just had that conversation right before I call. Yeah, you know, you're still doing this?
1: Yeah. You know, having a passion and love like you guys talk about for a product and what you do and really being like, this is cool and being fired up about it. That that makes all the difference. Yeah. Uh it gets you through all the crazy times, the ups and downs, and you know you can still love that thing even even when you know you get those times where you're like, How do we fix this problem and all yeah, that, that yeah. stuff? So there you go. Well, it's been wonderful to have the both of you on the show. Anything we need to cover in parting?
0: No, um, you know, I think we should plan on on talking again about jitters. I think we do have a great business Jim there. So sure. Don't have to wear to buy. Is um...
2: well, actually, we have this. We have this other thing, this other idea of how we can use our data, and it has to do kind of with something like jitters. So as soon as we've got that ironed out, you'll you'll be the first one we call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the place for you to get your caffeine fixed. It'll just be like five-hour energy. <laughs> Wait, isn't most is most uh, fuel stops like this? Anyway. Uh, so, guys, it's been wonderful to have you on the show and talk about your company. Uh, give us your plugs, your .io, so that people can find you guys on the interwebs.
2: Yeah, you can uh, find our website at wheretobuy.io. And you can also follow us on LinkedIn, uh, buy. Uh, just search for us on LinkedIn for where to buy, and and you'll find us, and that'll give you some news, some updates, where we'll let everybody know um, some of the new fun features, but. Visit our website for more information.
1: And if you guys consult with brands or work with brands or you're working with a brand, uh, refer this out because we need more of this. Because I need to be able to get my caffeine when I need to get my caffeine. (laughs) I need to get my fish sticks or I don't know what. I'm I'm a bit. I like jam. I'm a purveyor of expensive jams and
2: you name it, we've uh, got it covered.
1: I want everything now.
0: I there's an idea there.
1: I, I'm, I want everything now, and I'm tired of waiting for the stuff because the mail, the post office has gotten worse. Like the post office is getting really bad, yeah. so I I want more of my stuff now because yeah. I don't know when the next apocalypse is going to hit.
2: You know, when no, it's the next we've San Francisco. So spoiled, right? My <laughs> well, yeah. time doesn't come in two days, and it comes in four days. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I mean,
1: there, there could be COVID Z by that time. So. <laughs> I've got a e while I was still around. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to my honest for being here. Uh, thanks to Brian and Britt for being with us. Thank you very much for being on the show, guys.
0: Chris, it's Thank been you, a pleasure. Chris. Great meeting you. In. Good luck on the book. Thank you. And uh, my dinner
1: yeah. project, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Good
1: luck with dinners. Yeah, I can see the franchises now. Anyway, okay. guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been a fun show. Thanks for tuning in. Go to Goodreads.com, chess Chris Voss, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places on the interwebs. Uh, also go to uh, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other, and we'll see you guys next time.